the politicians keep politinkering. <laughs> Give me some of them French fried potatoes. The politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking. Spend some time collectively politinkering with the, the show where I don't know man. Cause the truth is I don't know man. I just I don't know man. I don't know man. I don't know man. I just I don't know man. Hello, my snowflakes out there. This is Sean. Oh, right. You go pile tinkers. Tinks. Joey's tinks. That's right, Joey. Okay, so hello, Sean Snowflakes, my little snowflakes. Hi, Joey's Tinks, and hi, Sean's Politinkerits. Yep. There you go. Hi, viewers, listeners, <laughs> I guess. No one can see us. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> um, my name is Sean O'Brien. I'm opening up this episode for us. So we got a question. I got a question for you guys. Uh-oh. Uh, with me, as always, is Sean Faw-Burnitz and Joseph Bonnier. Bonnier! I was just going to say Bonnier. I said Bonnier, and then I yelled. I, I like both, honestly. The mispronunciation, uh, you know, uh, the mispronunciation of the word mispronunciation. I'm French, so like for some reason I just want to say Bonnier. Sounds cool. Not. It does, but it's Bonnier. The truth is, it was B O N N Bond before they moved to America. Bon. So I could have been Joe Bond. Joe Bond. How cool would I have been, Joe Bond? I could just call you Joe Bond. Bond. Yeah, Joe. If you bon. prefer. I know exactly. Yeah, that's it's fair. Not <laughs> completely different person. Um, so I, I, I asked Sean if I could open up this episode, um, and this will probably be a thing I'd imagine we do this again later. I'm going to bring you guys up to speed a little bit as far as the way we do the show, just some housekeeping at the top of the, at the top of the hour. Um, so we record the show two, every two weeks. Okay. So some of the stuff that you guys hear is going to be banked that we will have recorded months in advance or months later. It's hard to say. Um, the one thing that we want to try to, to do as far as the show is to stay relevant, um, when Sean started the show, it was supposed to feel like a tavern. People fucking around in the bar, uneducated. <laughs> what was it again? Um, yeah, uninformed. Uh, yeah, uninformed something um, for educated. We've changed so much, yeah, but it's yeah. never uninformed been opinion from uneducated gentlemen. That could work, sure, yeah. something like that. But I mean, yeah. it's a bar feel. It's supposed yeah. to feel like a bar. Um, so we meet. We meet every, you know, two Saturdays and we record a little bit and we talk and we do two episodes at a time. So sometimes it'll be out of order. Sometimes it'll be in order. And I apologize if it gets a little confusing, but I think you can handle it. You guys are smart. Um, but the the main reason I bring that up is because today we're doing one that's a little bit more time sensitive um, and it might be recurring. It might not. I don't know. But here's the deal. My friends, Sean, <laughs> Joey. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> what? Is what? happening? What is happening? Yeah, man. This is inc- This is fucking insane. <laughs> okay, it's and I'm I'm sitting there watching the debates. I'm watching Trump. I'm watching Bernie. I'm watching Hillary. I'm watching the people's peoples. I'm watching the insanity. Occur I'm watching in the this vein world. in your forehead, and it's and it's popping. <laughs> it is popping because I don't understand what's happening. As I'm as I'm watching, I'm like, I just need to talk about this shit. And it occurred to me, I I co-host a podcast, so <laughs> it seems fitting that. I can ask some questions and we can answer them because um, I don't know what the CNN people are talking about. I don't okay. know what the MSNBC people are talking about. I don't know what the Fox people 
talking about. I don't know what the fucking people's peoples are talking about because shit's fucking crazy. So you don't know what they're talking about is in that you don't listen or you just don't understand the words that are coming out of their mouth. It's kind of oh. everything. What I don't understand is what is happening. Uh, I didn't mean to make the, yeah, did you uh, the Chris Tucker yeah, rush hour no, thing. Yeah. I, I didn't do the you. voice. <laughs> I was with you, but I just I don't understand. Look, I mean, guys, okay, it it's looking increasingly like Trump is going to be the, the the fucking nominee. Okay, so if if that becomes the case, what what perfect. what is the Republican Party going to do? What are they going to do? And if Hillary gets the nomination, does that change things? Is it different? Uh, who is going to be president in that case, one way or the other? If it's Trump versus Hillary, it's Trump versus Bernie. If it's it's if it's you know Bernie and Hillary or Hillary and Bernie, depending, <laughs> which is a cool kind of like thug life thing I saw with Bernie the other day. If Trump is against them all, it's insane. And or is there going to be is he going to run independent? Is the rest of the Republican Party going to turn into something else? Mister Joseph Bonnier is going to talk about the fucking history of that, perhaps. <laughs> is Trump actually dangerous? Is he really dangerous? Hmm. Is he fucking, is he actually, you know, does he believe all the things he says? Or is he just some weird character that's not real that I think we mentioned before? <laughs> I don't know, man. But t please tell me, what is happening? Sean, Sean, I can see in help your eyes. Out. You can help him. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I truly don't know, man. Um, the, the world is crumbling around us, and uh, I don't know... Um, uh, the, the media is, uh, Nero fiddling while Rome burns, I guess. They are, uh, they yeah. seem to be, uh, encouraging this, uh, this demise of our country. And, yeah. uh, it's all about the ratings and all about, uh, getting the eyes there. Did you I check mean, in yesterday? I texted, I texted Sean. Joey. Oh. I texted him yesterday. Well, I tried to do the group. Our group text fucking still doesn't Obviously. work. <laughs> but the, the Chicago rally, it was like a, literally Trump shut down the Chicago rally uh -huh. because of the protesters. It was half and half. It's about 10,000 people in the arena. Have you guys seen this stuff? I've, yeah. I've read some of the headlines. I haven't actually delved into it. I was it. watching. I was watching because I was going to see the rally. And okay. then because the Trump rallies are very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And there's always fights. It's pretty obvious where it's fucking coming from. Obviously. It, but it's but here's what's weird about it, too, is Trump's it, making well, it and, and that end of the media is making it seem like it's not. You know, like it's, it's from the protesters. It's not pretty obvious. It's blatantly obvious. Like he he has literally said, punch that guy in the face. I'll cover the legal fees. Right. Like, I wish I could are, punch him. Yeah. Those are almost direct quotes. Back in the right? day. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, he used to take guys like that on the stretcher. Exactly. And that's not encouraging the violence that's fucking occurring right now. But he said he would pay for the legal fees. Right. Like, that is, uh, that, I don't see how, like, there's I don't no understand. way you can twist those words. Into... But they have. That's what I'm saying. How is it, how how can they be twisted? I'm amazed with how much stuff doesn't stick to him, honestly. Yeah. It doesn't really quite matter now. It's almost become, and what's a really, I'm going to borrow a phrase here that Bill Simmons, a sports writer, used to use about Mike Tyson. He called it the Tyson zone. Mm -hmm. And when you get to the Tyson zone, basically you start doing such crazy shit in the media that nothing can really stick mm -hmm. and you can't believe any of it and you can get away with all of it. Mm -hmm. Which is, uh, it's pretty interesting. And I think that we, uh, Trump has, has kind of made his own Trump zone. Uh -huh. I think yeah. that now he's he doesn't take any criticism well, obviously. He just fights right back. But it doesn't ever stick. It doesn't really matter. His, tr his supporters will still support him. He still will gain supporters because he's tapping into a very base-like emotion, which exactly. it doesn't really matter on another higher intellectual level. What and is that base? Go ahead. Well, doesn't that say more about people in this country than it does about Trump himself. 
Like, sure. I mean, is of it, course. isn't, uh, yeah, I mean, it's certainly possible that he has basically just learned to play this political game and learn to, you know, be that figurehead that's needed and able to, you know, just tap into what the, you know, base emotions, exactly are, what he, the people are thinking. What and, is that base emotion though? Well, just rage in general, oh, I think. Yeah. It's okay. basic I mean, anger, but it could be directed at many different ways. And obviously the poor white class of America has directed mm-hmm. it towards minorities. Well, I think that's why you get Trump. And other countries. But Foreign. that's why you get Trump and Bernie. You know, they're both completely outside of the normal spectrum of what is considered usual politics. And I think that's a bigger, uh, a, 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 you know, a bigger um, uh, uh, indicator. Thank you. Of what's going on in this country that, you know, people are just so fed up with what's what is the status quo and what we've been doing. I think so, that too. just anything new is exciting and worth backing. Agreed. I think to, so, too. I think it's interesting that no matter who you talk to, like left or right, that they're both kind of pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like the anger level has really reached. And even you can tell by our conversation and Sean's intro, mm-hmm. the anger level has reached <laughs> my current <laughs> state right now. Actually, <laughs> well, Yeah. And the stuff in Chicago. I mean, that was all just anger. Yeah. Like, and I think it's natural. It's a natural anger that's coming out of this reaction. It's like a counter reactionary. It's kind of crazy, but it's just back and forth and back and forth. You see the rage never stopping. OK, let's take a step back. What, what is that down. anger, though? I can't calm. I'm not going to fucking calm down. <laughs> but I do want to get at the heart of what we just, we're being too vague. I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm dissatisfied. The Great still. Recession, 2008. Okay. Um, so we're, ang- th- we're angry by the fact that we just don't have enough money. Well, Most I mean, people it, are angry by that. I, I think that's certainly the root of the common man's issues. OK. Um, I think the, um, you know, just wage stagnation, constant inflation, the um, the the constant barragement of uh, the idea that the rich keep getting richer while the poor are uh, at very best staying the same, if mm-hmm. not decreasing. Um, I think that the economy has a lot to do with it. Um, and certainly then the, the decisions made around that stemming from that, you know, our decision to spend more and more money in places where it's not necessary and, you know, wasting our tax dollars, I think is basically Basically, the the common anger of both sides just being looked at. So a mismanaged country. Exactly. Yeah. And Um, and just about always. Is there is there an element of, you know, a perceived inability for the government itself to function? Like, in other words, the government isn't doing anything. Well, yeah, I think this is where uh, my my attempt at starting the hashtag burn it down. Okay, um, I think that's <laughs> uh, I, I think that's applicable to both sides, especially mm-hmm. when we're talking about Trump and Bernie. I think both of the uh, supporters of those two people are in that state where they're just ready to tear the system down and start over. Mm-hmm. I think I mean I, I partially agree. I just think the system in America happens to be one of the best governments in the world. I'm not going to say it's the best, but it's probably <laughs> top ten. What makes it the best government or one of the? It's top the 10 longest running government. democracy of all time. Okay, that's let's just let that sit for a second. That it's longer than Greece. Greece has not been a continuous democracy, and I would not well, consider classical Greece the democracy that we had today. They were I, okay. I think they were a lot. They had. I think they had slaves or that. Yeah, they had slaves. We had slaves for a lot of our democracy. It's true. I agree. And you're right. Maybe we should discount the first hundred years. <laughs> well, also, yeah, but I mean like the Greek. Well, the, okay, the Roman. You mean the longest okay. running or say, the currently long? I guess running. I should say currently. Then. Okay. Yeah, that's I, different. I don't think Greece still was as long as. I'm pretty sure Rome had a republic for much longer than 200 Roman years. Roman Republic is not even close to our elected democracy. The freedoms that we. Okay. Uh, you know, you're right. I'm just well, saying. Well, why? Actually, it's an important point. Maybe the why, Roman Republic was okay. either of those. The Roman Republic words. still had kings. Uh, okay, the kings. Well, not well, not I during. Mean, Canada has a queen. Not at first. Yeah, at first they started out as a monarchy. They had kings. Okay. Yeah. At what point did they switch into? 
like a general republic. Shit. I mean, uh, my math is you're supposed to be the history guy. Right. Man. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say <laughs> three hundred. No, fuck. I'm gonna say two hundred BC, around there. Thank you for no. not saying BCE. I don't care about that common era shit or Christ. We it's the same I thing. I do actually. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, BCE. Is, we, is it a four we, year we, difference? We, we, I don't. Think uh, yes, whatever. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually four. Yeah. Or it might be two. Come to think of it. Uh, um, yeah. Four common error, and then I'm sorry if I'm wrong on that. Domine. I think that Alexander, <laughs> Alexander the Alexander yeah, Domine. Yeah, in the year of our Lord. Yeah. Uh, 300 was BC was around Alexander the Great. So I think I'm trying to base that off there. So it's somewhere. so it was only a 300 year republic. It was. Pretty they had booming kings before Alexander, though. It was. It? I'm just trying to think because Alexander took over Greece before that. I don't know. My math. Yeah, let's yeah, not go talk- over this. Well, okay. <laughs> the whole point is that we were talking about America. When did it happen, Joey? Yeah. When did it happen? So, yeah. <laughs> it's what is happening, Sean. Oh, yeah. What did happen? Okay. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening, though? I mean, it's, it's okay. We're, we're all screwed. Regardless of whether or not the fact that like Greece or yeah. okay, Rome yes. or any democracy was better or worse, we can let it sit for as long as we want. But the fact of the matter is, we it, it's it, it appears saying, not to be very functioning very well. My whole point is yes, it's not functioning very well, but I don't think we should throw the baby out with the bathwater is my point. I think we should keep the system in place. We just need to fix it. And a few small reforms like overturning Citizens United, which seems obvious to everyone. Okay. Yeah. Um, are there any of the campaign uh, all overall campaign finance reform needs to be fixed? I think mm-hmm. we all agree on that. Do I, any of the do any of the current candidates not want to do that? I mean, Bernie wants to do it the most, I would argue. Yeah. yeah, I understand. But I mean, is anybody specifically? Uh, I don't think the Republicans. I would say Rubio and Cruz don't give a shit about that. Yeah, okay. they haven't mentioned it. So okay. I, don't think... I think Trump talks about it. It pays lip service to it. Yep. But I think it's bullshit. He's mostly just his. his... Yeah, I... No, that's a false. He's taken well, over $8 million, I think, now in, per, in personal donations. He doesn't just fund it with his own money. And, and he's only loaned this campaign. He's loaned his campaign $170,000. Yeah. And that's it. That's all so his what, So once he gets money. the full nomination, he can get that paid back? Exactly. And he said he, he hasn't decided once he runs in the general whether or not he's going to take more, you know, bigger donations or not. Yeah. So that's or not, even I don't... I turned down $200 million. Yeah, $200 million at this point bullshit. I've turned down. You know, it's like, it's, I feel foolish at the time to do it. That's, you know, that's and he's the one guy who would you would expect to take, you know, underhanded cash deals somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to claim one way or the other, but but I, I guess I can imagine it. I, I, I also well, I, I'm not sure I trust. Go ahead. I was just going to say I heard someone talking about um, how uh, you just can't do business in Las Vegas without being having ties with them. A little bit crooked. Yeah. Right. So like, um, you know, any any time you're going to build a giant building in Las Vegas, there is going to be mob money changing hands in some point. Right. So there, you know, there are definitely still to this day, it still exists. That's my understanding. Cool. Um, I, you know, they, they, they wear <laughs> nicer suits, but I didn't know uh, that either. I, yeah. They wear nicer suits. Really? That's true. I guess that's not really <laughs> like, a thing. Would it change? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing is a nicer suit. Have you seen those suits? Yeah, suits are suits. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a I good can't point. I've seen good fellas. I know what's yeah, up. They look good. Yeah. Or I guess it'd be casino though. Yeah, whatever. You I look know. fucking it's all the shocked. Same the movie. sequel, it really is. It's just a weird <laughs> sequel, like an alternate ver- alternate universe thing. Um, okay. And I was gonna go into like Chicago mafia for some reason. Uh, but that's that doesn't answer the question of what's happening. No. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's part so, of what you're talking about because Chicago is known for their corrupt politics. And okay, it, so that's part yeah. of it. You know what I mean? So it, it's part. I mean, you come from Chicago, Sean. I'm sure oh, you yeah. know. We talk about Blagojevich, and you can name me some more governors and vote early and vote often. Is it the problem with the voters, or is it the problem with the? Um, with the, you know, the, the system. It's, oh, it's most definitely the system. I mean, the voters, um, you know, they, that's their, the whole thing is the voters get to vote for who they think. But at this point, the, the votes aren't really translating to the elections. 
So especially okay. with with the whole superdelegate thing on the Democratic side, you have the vote count, you know, the the actual earned delegate vote count is pretty close. It's like within a hundred or so of each other. But then when they add the superdelegates on, it just looks like Hillary has twice as many votes as, as Bernie does. Mm-hmm. It's about, and, about two hundred, but yeah, you're right. I, I'm not sure I understand oh, this. De- I actually don't understand this delegate voter this delegate situation. Who okay. are who are the delegates? I don't get it. The superdelegates? No. The de- the superdelegates, the delegates, and then the regular population in the caucus or whatever. I, mm. I, don't, okay. I don't understand it. Explain it to so, me. So uh, the delegates in general represent by proportion population of this state. So the, each state will have a certain number of delegates based on like how many people they have. Okay. Per district. So yeah, the, uh, the pledge delegates, meaning the delegates that are forced to vote for a specific nominee um, are based off the specific votes in the primary. That's basically it. The super delegates are a set number of, I think they're usually elected officials mm-hmm. from the state or local government. And prominent are, primary or prominent uh, party officials. Yeah, prominent party officials too. And they're al- technically allowed to change their vote at the convention and vote whoever they want to. But here's the thing. Historically, they generally vote for whoever won their state. Okay. Usually. And, th- and they vote during the convention. Correct. And But that's not always. They can theoretically change their mind which has happened in the past, but not... Well, no, very, all I mean is very, they cast their vote during the convention. Yeah. Yes, but they can swing an election. No, yeah, okay. Theoretically. But they're completely How many unrepresentative of, those... of anyone specifically. I understand, but they, other than their state. Um, but no one elects them. They are just chosen by the Democratic Party to be delegates. But some are. The so there are mayors. And oh, I see what you're saying. Mayors, okay. There's some mayors and, and uh, state senators. Right. And, no, they might be elected officials, but they're not elected to the position of superdelegate. True. They are chosen for the position of superdelegate. And what's the difference between a superdelegate and a delegate? Um, the, the, just that the regular delegates are elected during the caucuses or during the uh, the primaries, and then the superdelegates are just chosen by the. Uh, by the party. Oh, so during the caucus, the voters vote for those people along with the No, no. Whatever. So okay. when when you go to a, a primary and you cast your vote, right. you're not actually casting a vote for that president or for that primary official or for that primary electorate. You're elect uh, yeah. rep, whatever. You're not casting a vote for Bernie Sanders, you're casting a vote for the delegates that will vote for Bernie Sanders. Oh, so okay. your district right. has maybe, let's say, five delegates that it's responsible for. So they count up all of the votes in your district, and then whoever wins your district gets those five delegate votes as part of your state. So that's why you can you know, technically win a state but still have like 30 delegates to her, 22 delegates or whatever. Okay. Okay, I see. So the whole thing here is that Bernie hasn't quite won enough delegates to really be on pace. He's won a good amount, and he's— done a good showing but theoretically to make up 200 pledge delegates is very difficult in this point of the race what would he need to do he would need to start pulling off crazy upsets in big states crazy upsets okay. even more than michigan where he basically only had a small it actually yeah. was an up it was an upset according to polling yeah. but delegate wise it actually did yeah not she still ended up winning a, a fair like, amount more delegates because but of mississippi day, right? Pol- oh right okay polling is kind of ridiculous in, in and of itself these days true i mean still the the uh the polls are conducted on landline phone numbers um, so that in and of itself, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it's like sixty-five people 
well, all over 65. Exactly, 65 <laughs> and older. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, these, um, the, the polls often tend to be completely skewed these days. You know, it's, it's, it's a, an inaccurate representation of the electorate. Not only is it people that have landline phones, but it's people that have the time to sit there and actually have a and converse, conversation right. and answer, you know, 20 <laughs> questions about what's, you know, this or that. And then you have push polling, which is, you know, them, trying to give you false information and push polling yeah uh trying it, to get false information and yeah yeah it's a okay. tactic for um you know trying to get elect or uh, trying to get citizens to vote um or to think about things that they wouldn't necessarily that aren't necessarily true okay so like you know if uh they'd call you and say um what do you who are you thinking about voting between bernie sanders and hillary clinton and you might say bernie sanders and then they might say okay but what if you found out that bernie sanders was in favor of releasing child pedophiles <laughs> and would that influence your decision Oh, no, I don't like that. Exactly. So do you think (laughs) you might vote for Hillary Clinton in that situation? Yes, I would prefer Hillary Clinton. I don't want the... Me neither. (laughs) Agnes doesn't want the pedophiles out either. Oh, and neither does Hillary Clinton. Oh, I'll vote for Hillary then. (laughs) Mildred feels differently. (laughs) Oh, that's just just Agnes's separate personality, Mildred. Fuck you, Agnes. (laughs) Agnes gets custody of the cats. What is happening? Uh, What the fuck is happening right now? So, what's the Republican Party going to do if Trump gets the nomination? Um, disband. They're going to pull out all the stops. Yeah, they're no, gonna, they, 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 they obviously have all talked about Mitt Romney. They have talked about at their convention. They can sort of pull- so they call this a contested convention, correct? Right. So if Trump gets the nominee, and but not enough delegates, or even enough delegates, perhaps they're they're suggesting it's going to be a contested convention. What's that? Actually, I'm not 100 percent on this one. Sean, can you help? Nope. I assume that that basically means they have to take another vote and they take like a runoff vote, like a one on one, which basically means that they will all get another chance to vote for Cruz or technically Rubio over him. See, what's weird about it is I didn't even know there was voting going on during the convention in the first place. What I remember the most, what I remember more than anything, I think we've got some fact checking going on, which is very good. Um, What I remember as far as the the Republican or Democratic conventions, every time I've ever watched them, there's just one fucking candidate. That's when they almost roll out, you know, they usually roll out whoever Yeah, the by the time is. we get to that point. And, uh, well, I mean, you that's know, you 68 in Chicago, but... Uh, that yeah, <laughs> you know what? That's the thing. That's the last time it was. It was, yeah. it was contested. Do you want to take us through that? No, I'll go for it. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I mean, the 68 Chicago thing from, um, uh, just because of what I was seeing on the, um, you know, over the last couple of days there with Trump there, I decided to look at it a little bit, you know, just be growing up in Chicago, it's always something that you heard about the, right. the Democratic riots. And uh, in film school, one of my uh, one of my favorite teachers was actually one of the primary camera operators during all of those. No kidding. Like, That's the wild. That you see. Yeah. So that was, uh, you know, just kind of always a connection that I specifically had with it. But um, the from what I was seeing going back through some of the news footage is that uh, most of that was actually more of a police state thing. Mm-hmm. So there were um, uh, protests going on outside of the convention and uh, the um, some of the protesters had put a Cuban flag on some statue and then the police weren't having it and they were being rather violent with taking that down okay. and so the police violence sort of escalated and then the crowd violence sort of escalated and it sort of deteriorated into this sort of um, uh, citywide riot or not citywide but you know very sure. um, big enough yeah exactly prominent riot and uh, some of that was um, 
uh, a kind of mirroring what was going on inside the convention hall where things were getting pretty much riotous like you were seeing in the the Trump stuff. Got it, okay. Um, you know, there were very contentious arguments about uh, sort of the general direction of the party and people feeling very strong about one part or one, you know, candidate or the other. And Do you remember, know, what were the two candidates? Uh, it was Goldwater and um, uh, I don't remember who the other guy was. Yeah. We're talking, he, what year is this? 68. The Democratic and the and the Democratic Party at that time was more or less what the, what we know of as the Republican Party. Then I keep hearing this. Is um, this true or no? I think in '68. I think that was after the switch. Yeah, it was after the switch. Okay, yeah. cool. As before, basically civil rights act started. I mean, they were talking 1960, yeah. maybe. Yeah, because Kennedy was a uh, Democrat, as yeah. we know Democrats today, a liberal Democrat. Oh, right. Yes, of course. So, so it would have been. No, obviously that's true. Okay, cool. Yeah. So so, but they weren't progressive. They they still weren't progressive though. Um, as far as race relations. They started uh, the to. The Democrats? Right, right there. Yeah, yeah. That that's a, what, that that's what a, caused them. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, yeah. LBJ, okay. too, was from Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's a Democrat from Texas. He was one of the last Southern Democrats like that. And he kind of made that switch, I guess, too. Okay. So why was it a contested convention? In 68? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't think it was contested. I was just making Oh, the, just the, the riot con- Yeah, yeah. The okay, comparison. Cool. Especially um, the thing that really struck me about going back through the, the news articles of the time is the um the sort of uh parallel to history we're at right now with like black lives matter and the idea of you know police violence and police being against the citizenry right and that you know it's just a theme that seems to be rearing its head at the same time as trump and his sort of weird racist xenophobic sort of thing and or just you know blatantly violent not even racist they don't you know he was punching white people it's so strange though i mean he he i don't even know that he knows that he's racist Mm. or i I don't i don't is he just saying it does he actually racist i mean can you even live in fucking new york without being i don't actually think he is racist it's just insane to say i I, I feel like he's a pro wrestler i feel like he you know when you get that started when people start clapping you start saying that more and when they start clapping louder you start saying that louder and more and I think he just kind of found something that resonated with a specific crowd. And that's the crowd that will. But even some of the language he uses, which is just so like underpinning yeah, in it's general, tough, it's, it's just like, it's like oh, these are bad people. That, mm-hmm. These are bad, you know, these are bad guys, the people, the protesters. The because protesters that's how people want to think about things. People, why, why do you think we have a two-party system? Because people don't want that nuance. They don't want, you know, they just want to think about the the evildoers and the decider is going to fix it. It's, you know, that's that's kind of that whole mentality. Yeah, the number one decider in whether, or the number one factor in whether you will, <laughs> that was really funny, I mean, decider, that was really good. Uh, the number one factor in what, deciding whether you will vote for Trump is whether you like an authoritarian regime, whether mm-hmm. you like a strong man. Yeah. And that's different than anything we've seen in a long time. Between him and Bernie, do you want a daddy or do you want a mommy? I, like, is it really that different, though? I mean, like even even Bush, Bush and uh, McCain that, was sort of. But a there thing was there other too. Like there was Bush, other bigger factors. I think there was like you know econo- economics and you know social like you know religious factors and stuff like that. I think that were more okay. Yeah, they they did play as far in more as the than... neocons. Like Bush was the, like George W. Bush. I mean, the, you know, yeah. it was the first one to really actually take the Republicans actually back to yeah. the right religious right, and that's what caused this huge crazy coalition, which is kind of what we're seeing today. Which is the outcome of that mm-hmm. is now we're seeing the crazy religious right, you know, can actually go against some of these Trumpish type of Republicans. We're talking. Like, They're going kind of, against it. I well, don't I think so. I think Cruz is more true. Cruz is the like evangelical the, right. candidate, and I think Trump is more of these different kind of Republican. I think, even though they were taking a lot of the, but he sort of is like he he in a weird way, like where all the all the kind of the 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 
he's appealing to their base. I'm not going to say he's not. Right. That's kind of what I'm saying. About that he, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's he not he's not appealing to the specific evangelicals. Sure. He's <laughs> that was good. Go ahead. Yep. Oh. oh. Damn. Please clap. Please clap. <laughs> I got to make that one louder. Go ahead. Uh, I think the evangelicals have interestingly enough become a, a very important voting group. I don't even know if that's true though. Not it is come. They, the, they, they are. They certainly are. It's a fact. Well, okay. So, Since like the Reagan there, era. I read in a recent article about this. There's six different distinct voting groups in America. Sure. And they all pretty much divide similar actually numbers, you know, around like 15% each mm -hmm. or something like that. And in fact, if you give me a second, I will look it up. But basically means... evangelicals were like 17%. Mm. Uh, African-Americans are like, you know, 13 or 12%. Mm -hmm. um, the cosmopolitan Democrats are like... 20%, you know, so hmm. it breaks down similarly to that. There's six of them. Okay. But basically, that's how they figure out which groups to kind of go for. And that's oh, I, I, okay. So I, I, I guess I, I misspoke. I didn't mean to say that they're, they're, it was not a large percentage of people to kind of garner. What I meant was Trump clearly isn't the evangelical candidate. Right. So, yeah, I, so, I agree. But he's the right wing candidate. That's what I mean. So it's not it's not just the case that I, he clearly is not religious. What was it Corinthians? Two Corinthians? <laughs> but that's what I mean. That's what's kind of causing this schism in the Republican Party now. We have this part. We have, you know, obviously we have Cruz getting, I don't know, 20 percent of the vote. And we right. have Trump getting to be like 30 percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but the Democrats are going to allow abortion. So that's just outright horrible. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. And they believe in climate <laughs> change or something like that. But of course, that's well, the, but, that's... but even that's but but again, that's the argument that like Trump and oh, wait a minute. oh yeah, they, we'll do oh, a whole no. conspiracy <laughs> theory episode. Evidently, Sean, Sean just gave. Yeah, Sean, Sean just gave. Go ahead. <laughs> Sean just raised one eyebrow towards me when I said climate change. Just want that. Let that be known. Hey, man, I've, I've ranted publicly on this before. Oh, not in front of us. Not a politician <laughs> yet. We have no, we can hold your feet to the fire. That's right on, man. Um, we'll do a whole conspiracy theory episode, which would be great. Um, I, it's that base that I still want to understand, though. Do you see what I mean? I, I still, I, I, I don't know what that is that he's appealing to. You said it's anger, which is fine. Uh -huh. And we've, we've been unable to distinguish between the, the kind of liberal anger and the Republican anger at the mm. moment. Um, you guys, or I guess, Joey, you mentioned the fact that they're ang they, they actually yeah. have a, a figurehead to it, which is minorities and immigrants. I think there's no, I think the liberal and, and conservative anger actually is very different, even though it's interesting that they're both occurring, you know, simultaneously. Okay. So mm. who, who are the bad guys for in, the, in the liberal sure. side? Well, well, Wall Street is okay. one. Go ahead, Sean. No, no, no. I was just. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wall Street is a big one. Uh, and, and the top 1% of people, rich people in general. Okay. Uh, corporations, obviously, is the, the big. I guess Wall Street and corporations are similar, but okay. those are the big enemies. Um, you know, I think so too. I think, the, and the conservative hate is the government. Right. I mean, and Sean can speak more to this. I would say the big government is their big conservative anger right now. And obviously foreign countries, whatever that is, even though if it's manufactured or not, Trump is getting them to be pissed at Mexico and China. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know what I mean? For, he also for, keeps for, promising for, to like bring the jobs back, which his, seems to be his claim was also that people are angry because of trade agreements. I'm like, really? You think the average American is pissed off at a trade agreement? Well, I think but, it's I think in a larger sense, it, it's it's the idea of a bad deal that he keeps mentioning. I it's understand not so much the trade agreement it's the, the fact that they, the the deals are being mismanaged. I think that's what he's saying. I'm just laughing at the fact that I don't think a single one of them could name a trade agreement or what how it could affect Certainly, this no, world. of course not. Of course not. But but what but they I, what they hear is is you know a, a government that doesn't know how to do business. 
But I still think at its base, both sides are actually angry about the same thing then. They're both angry about money. They're just blaming different places. True. The, you know, the or Democrats they're, they're are angry. angry at the government for not solving this problem. Yeah. I mean, the Democrats are angry about money and they're blaming Wall Street. The the Republicans are angry about money and they're blaming, blaming the government. The government. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why Bernie is, is sticking so much today is because his one issue is, well, not his one issue, his biggest the issue is- The top 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Of the 1%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two good, decent impressions. I'm going to go, I'm going to say O'Brien wins this one. <laughs> Wait, was that a racist impression? No, no. I mean, also Jews don't really oh, mind. Oh, because he's Jewish? No, yeah. Jews don't really mind if you make fun of their voice, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm also not making fun of it, we're just doing his voice. Yeah, he's, well, he's more of a, he's a New York guy. Like, yeah. I would say most Brooklyn guys sound you like that anyway. Yeah, you know, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 1%. Yeah, 1%. You know, you, 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 know, know, you know. Italian sausage. Eh, fucking dope. That's that's my best Chicago. Sorry. It's become a bad Just accent had to represent. show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is an oh, important distinction. Uh, I wanted to speak to this uh, because doesn't work. I'll take the applause. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> applaud it anyway. It makes me feel better. I think this brings us to is Trump Hitler. I think mm. because because well, um, wait, do we? Okay, you know yeah, what? Fuck it. Go ahead. Well, we had. I, I still want to go back about to convention. He's thing. appealing to that. Okay. I wanted to get that answer oh, yeah. first. I think sure. you researched that. Yes, I did. Uh, so here's the deal is actually there's kind of these two levels of it. Uh, the first level is that there's what's called. Um, hold on. I want to read it for exactly right. Sure. Da, da, da. Uh, unbound delegates, unbound delegates. Uh, that's what supposedly happened Those are when the sexy delegates. <laughs> these are not that, and no one really knows how many there are. They say the number of unbound delegates is not yet clear, but could be a few hundred people. That's what happened in 1976 when Gerald Ford rallied uncommitted delegates to his side before the first round of voting, and he beat out Reagan without too much fanfare. But if no one wins the 1,237 delegates after the first vote in Cleveland, then all delegates become free agents. So therefore, the contenders would engage in fierce lob lobbying battle for delegates, wooing them with ideological sweet talk, political promises, and anything else they have to offer. There would be a second round of voting, and possibly more, until one candidate snagged a majority. Okay. Two men enter, one Got man it. leaves. So, and I'm actually quoting a USA Today article, I should say. That Which, actually okay, sounds like the uh, the Pope election. Yeah, like a runoff. The smoke, the smoke, the <laughs> yeah, smoke comes exactly. out of the thing. white smoke. <laughs> So that that answers the question of what the Republicans will do, or at the very least, what will happen if Trump gets the nomination. But who knows? I, these unbound delegates thing is very strange to me. I don't understand that. It seems very shady. Like there's 200 of them or 300 of them. We just have no idea about. We're not yet clear. Yeah, that's the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Pope. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So that's what will happen if Trump gets the nomination. And if it does, it, it theoretically disbands the Republican Party or at the very least it splits it in half. And it becomes a contested thing as far as what it's going to be. And then it's also very uh, people forgetting a lot that 88 of the 100 senators right now are up for election in November. Right. Exactly. We were forgetting completely about the co uh, the Congress of this country. Oh, yeah. we, everyone's like, oh, president, 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 president can't, is obviously super important. But the Congress is extremely important. And the fact right. that I think most people's anger is actually directed towards Congress. That's, yeah. It's their inaction. I think the congressional representatives like approval rating must be, I would guess, in the teens or lower. Maybe even in the single digits. I think but it was in the single digits a while ago. I don't know yeah. what it is now. Okay, so um, who's your congressman? Shit. I who's knew it when I was in Philadelphia. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. 
not a clue. I, I knew it a year ago. I know our senators. Moved, but uh, yeah. Well, and, and our, like we've said before, though, isn't local elections even really more important to, yeah. to your life? And yeah. I don't. I can't name a single local candidate or Lindsay wh- Harboth. Is that a sign you saw on a lawn? No, somewhere it's or? our mayor. She's oh. like our age. She's kind of cool, actually. Of LA? She's like this tiny of West Hollywood. Oh, oh. I'm oh, in yeah, like my. Own, I'm own in my own little city, man. Yeah, that is so weird. <laughs> we got I don't our own understand. crew. It's because it's playing West Hollywood's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit's so clean and everything's nice. That is so weird. As soon as you cross that line, man, it goes right? from the disgustingness of Hollywood to the it's glory that is West Hollywood. Unbelievable! It is ridiculous. So sweet, man. I remember we had the, um, I think it was the, the Halloween Carnival, whatever it was, mm. um, and then they had um, Tim Curry. They had like a huge. It was like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, thing. He, he's not the mayor of West Hollywood. <laughs> no, he was that night. They get so so all our congress, like all the representatives, so like the mayor, and then all the you know. I think there were like five six people on stage, and they're all like our age, and like you know, mm. half of them are just these really kind of cool trendy guy, trendy gay guys, and like you know, a cool get up. And then yeah. Lin- Lindsay was like just this tiny cool chick. <laughs> And and Tim Curry's like in a wheelchair, and she like designate she like delegates. Tim Curry's in a wheelchair. Yeah, oh, um, I don't know if it's MS or I don't remember. Oh, he had a stroke. He had a stroke recently. Oh. That's what it was. Um, anyway, it was just a, a weird, trippy, fun way. Yeah. They still managed to get shit done, which is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> they obviously get shit done. I mean, fun. <laughs> we always yeah, we always we always got their shit together. The 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 city hall is like right down the street from me. Oh. Um, right on. So it's cool. I'll see, whatever. Anyway, the, the so so yes, local local government is arguably more important. Some people claim it's. I mean, that's the whole thing with um, you know big government. Some people say it should just be your local government. Yeah. Is that would that make everything better if everyone just like focused on that, or or do we need something bigger to kind of like oversee everything? So like you would vote for your local people, and then they would elect representatives to go to the federal level. Is that the system you want? Well, like, I I don't want any of this. To be honest <laughs> with you, but what, what I've, I want what, a cabin in the woods with a solar yeah, panel and a satellite. I really do, That's man. I, I just want a couple books and some walls. Uh, you and your books. A room Ugh. of one's own, as disgusting. Virginia Woolf said. Um, Oh my god! Sorry. <laughs> um, it, it's it's. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. What is happening? Um, okay, I yeah. I, I don't even want to go there. I, I don't know. Um, so is Trump Hitler? Okay, so people have been constantly making this comparison, and mm-hmm. recently Louis C.K. has made this comparison in, in an article he actually published, or like almost like an essay. It's like yeah, a long. Long pretty, Wasn't yeah. that like a short part of it, though? Didn't he like rant on a bunch of shit? Yes. Yes. It was it's a, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, and actually, he was pretty nice. He was like very meta about it. Very, you know, postmodern about it, saying, like, I'm sure some of you guys are going to be criticizing this, but I simply have to say it, even though it's just another celebrity spouting off his opinion. But anyways, the point is that I think it's somewhat of an apt comparison, except for a few things. Um, I simply don't believe that Trump will do anything even close to as evil as what Hitler would or could do. Mm. Okay. Uh, also, it's tough to simply judge someone in history, historical base based on something, someone that's already committed multi- millions of murders versus someone who hasn't done anything yet. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of all talk. <laughs> uh, so it's really not an apt comparison. Okay. The uh, I, I, and the, the idea that, here's the big problem that I have with this. Trump may be or want to be Hitler. He's not. He want, he'd want to be, <laughs> He may want to be Mussolini. He's not. He's a fucking fraud. The point is, the, the, Louis C.K. made the point, are we Germany in the 30s? And mm. that is where I have a huge disagreement. We are not the Weimar Republic. Mm. We have a set constitution. We will not have a, a president who can simply appoint a chancellor and then have some something called the Enabling Act where he can just uh, uh, constitute 
presidential. There is we have impeachment. We have three branches of government. We have multiple checks on these government. There is no way a president could ever do what anything Hitler could do. There's one way. How is that? A terrorist attack. What do you mean a terrorist attack? Or some sort of attack. So I agree in, to, uh, to an extent. Oh, so if, if if a terrorist attack happens, then all of a sudden Trump gets exactly gets yeah. all the power. You mean? I'm this is my the, worst fear, but yes, you're right. Yeah, I, agree. I mean the the floodgates open at that point. Martial law is is coming in, and then I'm not saying that is <laughs> okay, eminent, but, but it, that we, is a possibility. Here's the thing: is we had a good historical example of this already with 9/11. Yeah. Yes, we t- went to the right. Yes, we passed the Patriot Act. Yes, it was really fucked up. Yes, John Ashcroft is a fucking douchebag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we survived it. And I don't think we ever. Well, even, Germany survived World War II. It doesn't mean we want to go through it again. We didn't. We we didn't have any other body count after nine eleven. Whereas Germany suffered so much after. Right, but arguably, as a country, we've given up a lot since then. I mean, you know, just travel actually, throughout that's, our country. That's, that's is, irresponsible for me to say, by the way. No body count after nine eleven. That's that's not true. We had two wars. That's bullshit. Yeah. Sorry. Let I mean, me take that back. Okay. <laughs> immediately. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. no. And I mean, it, even just beyond the wars, there were other terrorist attacks. Of course. That were... I agree. That's irresponsible. I, I, we, just no, seriously, Libya, we could start going off and on. That's just not true. Right on. I just want to take that back. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's been recent. That, yeah, that is <laughs> successfully <laughs> got settled. <laughs> Thank you. It was a successful walk back. <laughs> Hitler. But, anyway, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, but I mean, like, if there is any sort of violence that does happen that is um large enough and relevant enough there is the a, a very big possibility that you know what a what is largely considered to be a, a neutered position of a, a a president could be you know in a position where he can then enact a lot of what they want to do well let's go through that for a second um oh. let's say let's say let's say trump does get Hitler junior right let's say trump does get um elected, elected yeah. right yeah. um and then there is a terrorist attack mm-hmm. let's say a couple months later mm-hmm. How do you guys feel? Do you are you sort of behind Trump at that point? Like, do you do you kind of stand behind your president? Do you suddenly have to say like, okay, he's our president, let's let's hope he gets this shit done? Where do you what what would you feel? Uh, um, looking for my passport. I yeah. You're gonna leave the country. <laughs> um, not that there's anywhere to go, but yeah, I mean that I I really don't even know how to answer that question. Like, okay. it 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 is the the worst nightmare I think. Well, okay. Canada is preparing for many, oh, an influx. many, no, seriously, <laughs> yeah, many I immigrants. I but I think that's regardless of who wins. <laughs> like, true. You're going to be at well, I don't think I don't think many people in Texas are going to go to Canada. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, the weird thing is, though, I've heard a lot of like Republicans say like, oh, we'll move to Canada because they have free health care. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> that's fucking I've horrible. heard that from uh, Republicans. I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, so, uh, Joey, talk to me, man. How would you what would you feel? In that situation, Trump is president, then a then a terrorist attack happens. Um, actually, I would kind of stand behind him. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not saying obviously stand by. It depends on the situation specifics and stuff like that. But stand I'm still I'm still a figurehead. I'm still an American citizen, and I'm He's pretty proud of him, this country. And I would still whatever you know. I mean, obviously, I would do whatever I can for the best thing for this country. Whether mm-hmm. it's I would say Trump is fucking up if clearly if he let an attack through. That's a good point too, actually. I, I mean, mean, if he's obviously if he's our whole argument is that he's a strong man and that he his big thing is security. And if his in the first few months he lets a terrorist attack through where we've had you know whatever years of Obama with none, that's definitely an well, argument well, there. One, if you want to count um, the San Bernardino, that's not. Uh, but that's not a foreign. Uh, oh, okay. If you want but, to count it, I'm just I don't, mentioning. I wouldn't. It's count 14 that. people. I get it. I I'm think I would saying. consider that a mass shooting. That's 
Uh, I understand. I, it's fine. Let's, let's just for arguments say okay. it is. But, but at, yeah. at that okay. point, you're right. Some at people that might. Point, a couple months into the the presidency, you got. Have you guys heard the? Uh, I know it's in a few movies, but the the two letters thing. The, two letters thing. Yeah. So the president, when a new an incoming president is coming or uh, comes in, he gives him two letters uh, and says, "Open each of these when you have uh, you know your big mistake or whatever." And the first one says, "Blame everything on me," and then the second one says, "Sit down and write two letters." So like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I haven't heard that before. Oh, right good. I should have delivered right. that better then. Sorry. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Shawnee, you're not sure if you're moving out, huh? Um, no, I mean, I say that as a joke. I'm certainly not going anywhere. I'm way too lazy to migrate. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's a shame because my next question would be, where would you go? I'd probably go back to Alaska. I know that's still part of still uh, America. That's but a good point, though. Really <laughs> you're gonna have your Thoreau moment. Exactly. Like live I, by the cabin. Yeah. You're like yeah. I don't know what's going on. Fuck it. Solar panel and a satellite dish. That's all you need. I'll join you. <laughs> that I'll defeats just... the whole purpose. Get out of my cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Put Can I move next door? Is that okay? Uh, next door is three miles. That's fine. <laughs> okay. I promise not to bother you. I don't want to be bothered either. But like, if I need food, Sean, maybe, maybe we'll do like a whole show. Wait, based Sean on O'Brien, that. you're willing to live in that kind of cold climate? No way. I love the cold. I prefer the cold. He's I a fucking hate. Yeah, I hate the heat. I can't fucking stand the heat, man. It's disgusting. I love the cold. Oh my god. You can always put more layers on. You can only take so many layers off. Totally. Yes. What do you mean you guess? That's yeah. the answer. Yeah, yes. don't, you don't have to live in the desert. You can live in San Diego. When, even here, even here, it gets fucking out of control hot, yeah, man. man. There's no like in the last like five years, it's gotten insanely hot. And my my apartment uh, doesn't have air conditioning, yeah. so like when it's when it's when I'm roasting in October, I'm ready to fucking murder someone because I'm like I just want to eat apples and smell cinnamon and I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> fucking can't. And fall is my favorite time of year. Fall is my uh, absolute yeah. favorite I'm season. With you. I like the fall and I haven't fall. seen it in forever because it's fucking whatever. Well, sh- maybe Shauna can tell us why later, <laughs> but. What is happening? I don't know, man. Um, so, okay, Trump is not Hitler. I don't think so. I mean, he shows... He you showed, said he wants to be Hitler. He wants to be. He sh- I mean, how so? I don't understand been, that. There's been some recent funny studies about how comparing his speeches to Mussolini's speeches and his mannerisms and such like that. Did you see the whole thing where uh, he kept speeches by his bed? Mm-hmm. There was this report that he kept... Uh, he that. kept uh, That Trump kept speeches of Hitler's by his bed, um, which I don't know the validity of this or not. I, I hadn't heard confirmation one way or the other. I'm, in, I, I'm inclined not to believe it. I, I've heard it from a couple of news sources, but right. yeah, nothing. Were yet. they reputable sources? Um, no, no, I can't say that anything. Is yeah, I guess the, the point. Yeah, what is a reputable source? Is, in the first Trump place? is funnier than Hitler. Way funnier. He's he's can command. I, I hate Trump. I'm just saying that. But he can actually command a stage and sure. pull off a funny joke, even uh, if it's Hitler racist or whatever. Hitler could command a stage, man. Hitler could command a stage, but he can't. He was not making jokes. He was he, he was a drama. Oh. He was a dramatist. He yeah, was like yeah. he was like a classically trained. He could actor. not make you laugh. He was definitely uh, the sad face. Trump has yeah. this very interesting aspect of being clown. Enter- entertainingly a clown. Yeah, and. That goes back to what you're saying about the ratings and CNN and why they love putting him on and no matter what. Well, and that's why the people like him, because when he tells people to punch someone in the face, the the rest of the crowd, you know, sees that as a joke. And that's like but part then, of that bonding experience. But then when someone gets punched, though, at what point is it no longer funny? I think it's even funnier than to most of them. That's uh, you know what? You're right, actually. The, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean, I, after the one guy got punched. Yeah, I mean that. So did you, Joey? Did you see this? The, isn't that the, mob the punch at his, I saw the like, yeah, the one guy that punched. Punch, right, it was yes. like an old 70, 70 some odd year old guy. Oh, I did not. I'm um, never mind. I'm okay. I thought it was you're talking about a uh, black person from before. Yeah. There's a lot of people who got, got punched. punched. So, yeah, so there were many people who got. Oh, there's a seventy year old guy that got punched too. No, a seventy year old guy punched the black kid. Oh, okay. I did. I saw the picture of him all bloodied up. That's all I saw. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, they have video. There's video footage of that and then oh, video geez. footage afterwards of the guy. And actually nothing had happened to the 70-year-old man <laughs> like right after he punched him because they, cont- you know, the cops continued to usher the black kid out yeah. and his like brother, I think, or his friend. Um, and and afterwards, the, the, the you know, the, the 70-year-old guy was inter- not interviewed per se, but uh-huh. it was just like a, an iPhone camera that somebody took of the guy afterwards that, uh-huh. you know, he's like... Uh, He's like, I would have put him in the hospital if I could. Something like like that. I don't want to misquote it exactly, but you can find it on YouTube. um, Or it's like, I would have, I would have, you know, beat him up more. I don't know. I I don't know exactly what he said, but it was, you know, he's like, I would have done worse. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. So is that, is it just an element of racism then? I mean, is everybody, is everybody in a Trump rally all of a sudden racist? Are they racist or not? Well, I mean, just because it was a white guy and a black guy doesn't necessarily mean that it was racially related. Mm-hmm. Um, that still could be that political fervor, 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 fervor. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. stuck in Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> political fervor. <fjord. laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the, that's kind of why I, I hate the idea of uh, hate crimes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I hate hate. Um, but, uh, you know, just we don't necessarily know that that was in, completely racially motivated. That mm-hmm. could be politically motivated. And is to me, that's almost scarier because that's, you know, something that is um, less definable. I, I, I mean, is there not an underpinning? I guess that's what I'm going back to. Is there not an underpinning of, of like some people don't even recognize the fact that they are racist? True. You know what I mean? It's well. It's, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing: is these Trump just these supporters, subtle little things? Like, I would argue we could do a whole episode. Most of these Trump fucking... supporters have not been around black people or minorities much. I would say they probably come from majority white communities. Right. Uh, I'm, and maybe I'm being stereotypical there, and I'm sorry if I'm generalizing, but I think it's true. Um, I also think that an overwhelmingly large amount of these people that go to the rallies are racist. I do. I would agree there. But I think that's a tough term to throw around because everyone kind of just throws around like willy nilly, and it's tough to argue that. So I, I would say that. There's a scale, obviously, but when you start acting on it, when you start making comments, when you start obviously punching someone, causing violence, that's overwhelmingly, you know, you can just say that there's got to be a huge portion of them that if there's a large portion that every time is becoming violent, there's got to be a large or even larger portion that actually have racist thoughts that are not using that violence. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would say is the racist part of it. Is that right. they, they I just guess that's my point. I mean, is it not the case that everybody is a little bit racist? Well, everyone's in racist yeah. in general. That's for sure. That's my point. And then, it, it, like you said, it's a scale. It might be amplified here and there. In, in one direction or the other and then kind of excited from one speech or another. And yeah. then all of a sudden it just kind of comes out. Well, that gets back and to it's, And it's argued to the fact that, they, you know, it's, oh, well, I'm not being racist. I'm, you know, I, I, I would have punched anybody who did that. It's like, well, you can't necessarily make that claim because this is what happened. Go ahead. Sean. I suppose. But yeah, I mean, that just gets back to the the whole idea of the, the two-party system and picking a team. And once your team is making strides in one direction. Right. That's so it's just, a sense of the other. It's a yeah. sense of the other. And it's in it's in a, mob mentality. And, right. you know, the, those, you know, when there's two That guy has black clash. skin. I have white skin. It's easy for me to dis- differentiate between the two. Is that what you're saying? No. Um, I, I still think that the uh, even as, if racism is involved, mm-hmm. I don't think that I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm assuming that the black kid was not there in support of Trump. So I'm assuming that, you know, when. Yeah. So so what what happened well, just before it? He's he's walking off. And then um, Trump said, I keep wanting to say Hitler said kind of <laughs> stupid because I, 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 I agree with you, Joey, that he's not. He's, no, uh, Hitler I, said, uh, I was uh, actually going to make a point. The other way. That's the power of the media. Uh, yeah. So just, just to just to clear up that part, um, he, he's walking away. Trump yells out. Um, he's like, go home to your mama. Which to me, again, kind of like it's not Jeez. so much that it's racist. It's that's just that like you could, that's what I'm saying. And yes. I don't think people are sensitive to the that. Subtext is like totally so many people there. will say that it's like it's oh, like it's calling like, someone son or boy. 
Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And I think so many people will argue against that. That's like, oh, that's not racism. And it's like, sure, maybe not. But I but you're not in the fucking position to make that claim. You're if you're not black, it's very hard for you to say whether or not something can come off as racist because you're not there to feel it. Yeah. And that's why so a lot of people support Trump, though, because they're sick of being told that. Exactly. But you know what? Here's the thing. You're not. You're not fucking black. If you don't, if you're not yeah. black. You, how are you supposed to tell anybody how you feel? In that situation or how you would feel. You see what I'm saying? Of course. So, so in any event, so that was the whole point. And then, um, so the second he said, go home to your mama, um, the kid turns around and puts, puts both his middle fingers up. Um, as he's doing that, he like, is turning to put him down and the, the 78 year old, old dude just kind of like cold cocks him. He said he elbowed him, mm-hmm. but it, it's hard to, it's hard to make it clear because the camera's kind of like for over his left shoulder as he's punching him with his right fist or, or elbow. It's hard to say. Um, and then the kid went down and the cops grabbed the kid and took him off. And then that was whatever. Um, and, I mean, and the guy, to, to also clarify, he was brought up on the 78 year old guy was later brought up on charges, et cetera, whatever. Although Trump did say he would pay for the medical fees. And then afterwards, Trump was like, I haven't seen anything. I don't support this, et cetera. But then again, just fucking yes, just even today. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm rambling. This, is, I'm rambling. this is where I'm he sorry. has something in common with Hitler. They <laughs> both use scapegoats and those scapegoats yeah. happen to be whatever the other is. In Trump's case, obviously, it's Mexicans. It's. China, it's Muslims. In Hitler's case, obviously, it was the Jews, it was the gypsies, it was the blacks, it was the gays. Uh, you know, I mean, we can go on and on, it's just whatever. But the whole point is that they're just simply using scapegoats to blame when you don't want to blame yourself. Uh, obviously, everyone, and this goes back to economy, everyone is down on their luck right now, especially a lot of these Southern Republican mm-hmm. supporters, Republican white people. And they don't want to, they don't want to hear it's our, your fault. It's you, you should be getting a job. You should be, it's, you, know, you shouldn't internalize. They don't want to internalize. It's much easier to simply say it's a bad trade deal. It's, mm-hmm. it's Mexicans coming our and taking our jobs. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's whatever it's, it's China is ruining us with these interest rates or some bullshit. And Trump's event. promise as far as the jobs is what exactly? <laughs> I don't know. I, it's okay. So as um, and I think that's you know, the point. I think I don't think anyone really knows. I, I've heard what he said, and it's it's arguably good. Oh no, I was just going to say that he, he is in favor of closing the borders to get more jobs or to try and. Keep it's not so much more. just closing the borders and building a wall. We're going to build a wall, yeah, folks. Yeah. Trust me, blah blah blah, all that stuff. I um as far a as big, I understand, beautiful he's, wall. Yeah, he's promising to to bring jobs. From back four, from four, yeah, four different companies back from different places. So like mm-hmm. GE is one of the big ones, right? He's gonna force them to kind of you know open up more jobs. How's he gonna Detroit. do that? He's gonna force them. Yeah, basically that's what he's. Saying. So Republicans are okay with gov- big government forcing a corporation to do something. If it's if it's forcing them to to allow the American people to bring jobs back, sure. seems extremely socialist to me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I, it's hard. I'm, I'm simply just pointing out this. No, that's part that's of why he's no, and not well played. Recognized. I wish I, I was I was trying to mm-hmm. continue to play devil's advocate, but I can't. I don't know because you're right. That's a good point. And <laughs> no, I, don't I think know how I think that's part it. of why the the Republican um, machine does not want him because he agreed. I mean, you know, he's he's not a a traditional Republican, so he can't necessarily. Um, you know, paint him Fit in with, their box. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, he, you know, to then, you know, to, uh, it's just, he's so different. He, he is an independent. He is an outside. He's a third party. I mean, just like Bernie Sanders though. Bernie's yeah, always right. been an independent. Bernie is an independent yeah, and he's and running under the democratic exactly, you know, banner. Just, exactly. And that, that's the same thing Trump did that, that, I mean, that is the only way to get elected in this country is to join one of those banners. So, I mean, it certainly makes sense. And because the entire country is in turmoil, it makes sense that we would gravitate towards candidates 
states that are I outside. I think it's of interesting things. that he is an outsider like that. I think tr- Trump's got come against the Iraq war. I mean, like th- he's the only Republican candidate in the probably the entire field to say that. That's insane that I agree with tr- Donald Trump about something out of any every Republican. I think we, you might agree with him on several things. I do, which is weird. Uh, and I think that's what the Republicans have trouble with, too. And that, the word he said was flexible before. And like they go, keep going back to this flexible. He's flexible. And he says, like, I want to make deals. I'm willing to to make a deal with the other side. And they are freaked out by that. They, yeah. they, and, and in your mind, that's a good thing. In my mind, that's not a bad. Why was that about? Is it a bad thing to negotiate with the other side of the aisle and make shit and get shit done? No, well, I agree thing. with you. Yeah, whether it's, it's Democrat or Republican, I would say it's a good thing. Yeah, if you're if you are flexible, like flexibility, I think is a good thing, yeah. isn't it? In a candidate, I not for say. not for the Republican Party. No, it's played it, off yeah, as a bad thing. Well, sure, it's flip flopping. Yeah, sure. And you know what? But even it's do do Democrats have such, have as big a problem with flip flopping as well? Because I, I don't know. Seem so. Okay. Well, the whole thing with they have a criticism of Hillary for doing it right now. That's where Bernie They're trying to, but it is nowhere near as strongly landing as it does in the Republican Party. So if you flip flop in the Republican Party, it's much more of a sin than if you flip flop. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Flex. In other words, flexibility is more embraced on the Democratic side. Isn't that just kind of the idea of progressivism in general? I mean, I think so too. I'm being able to change your mind. To be honest with you, I'm just clarifying. I don't. I I tend to agree, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, it seems to be the case. Is then is it a question of a sign of weakness? Like so, on the Republican side, it's perceived as weakness to flip flop, and you yeah. don't have good conviction yeah. in your beliefs. Where yeah. on the Democratic side, it means that like, well, you just it's, perhaps it's didn't have all of, the information, so uh, yeah. it's a sign of learning, mm-hmm. whatever. Which I don't know. I don't want to generalize, but is that maybe a bad thing on the Republican side? And the Republican side is more about belief, and 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 the Democratic side is more about what just happens um, to you when people change their minds. They tend to change their minds towards the progressive notion, which is always against whatever conservative party, whatever Republican party they have. So okay, perhaps that's any true. change of mind is always going to be, you know, we give gay people right to get married. We uh, we do stem cell research. We do, there's all these progressive things, and obviously they are going against them just being by the nature of being conservative. Yeah, and isn't the like etymology of is it etymology? Which one? Etymology. Uh, the other one's bugs. Etymology is bugs, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> either way, uh, the root of of that, of conservatism, isn't that basically yeah. staunchness and unchangingness? Exactly. And, Con- yeah, conservation. Ad- yeah, adhering to old things. I mean. Yeah, the conservation tra- traditionalism, I guess, exactly. would be the idea yeah. behind that. So, I mean, the case. there's just that I think that is just the, the broad brush that. Those, liberal literally means liberal. Exactly. Kind of a little bit more. Um, you know, liquid, if you will, open. <laughs> How would you guys feel if um, Ted Cruz was nominated? I just kind of throw that out there. Would you guys be uh, more happy or less happy than a Trump? Um, on, yeah, I'd feel better about it. I don't know enough about Tred- Ted Cruz to be afraid of him. I, I, I don't. What do you mean, feel better? Or okay, what do you mean? How would I feel? I don't understand the question. I guess not. I was I, here's my opinion anyway, and I, I guess it's moot because my I don't feel like a Republican is going to win the election anyway. So mm-hmm. who, no matter who gets nominated, will not beat Hillary. I just don't think. Why that's do you happen. say that? Uh, I just don't think the demographics are there. Um, usually when a Republican wins, it's got to be something serious because th- simply we, there's more Democrats than Republicans. Right. And and the way that with that Democrats- Are you sure of that? Yes, uh, demographically. The way, you know, yes, there are. How do you know uh, that? The voting base is larger. The only problem is they don't vote in better numbers. But the thing is, if there is enough fervor in, in a presidential election, like for instance, Obama, or for instance, Bill Clinton, or, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or uh, 
uh, shit, uh, JFK, uh, those the people will go out and vote and then Democrats will win in a landslide. I think that's what's happening right now. Uh, I don't. But I think the problem is that a, a, of Bernie, actually. Well, a Hillary nomination, I think, creates more fervor for the Republicans than it does for the Democrats. Her base I, is already with her. And I, I actually think there's agree. more Republicans that will be pissed off and afraid of her than would be afraid of Trump. This well, has been said by someone else, but the, 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 but the uh, counter argument can be made for Trump. So if it's Hillary versus Trump, more Democrats will be pissed at a Trump than Republicans will be pissed at a Hillary. So therefore, Democrats win. I haven't said that. That's another person's opinion. Well, I mean, if we're going the, the Barack Obama and JFK route of inspiration, though, I mean, I think Trump is way more inspirational to the Republicans than Hillary is inspirational to the Democrats. Right. I, I disagree, but that, that's, that's we can, because we'll you, go hate, down. you also hate Hillary. That's She's true. extremely inspirational to every woman in the world. So I, uh, okay. I would, yes, you talk to any woman who's, the idea just simply of a woman president is probably pretty cool to them. <laughs> oh, I, I, I understand that and I sympathize with that, but she is the wrong woman. I, I agree. I think it should be Elizabeth Warren and it probably should be. in. What it, makes her the wrong woman yeah. besides the fact like the rants you've already done before and then she doesn't flip flop, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, like Trump versus Hillary, you're going to you're going to I mean, I think you had said the last time you would vote independent. You would just. Well, vote. I mean, like I said, at that point, my vote doesn't matter anyways, because California is going to go for Hillary. And so. Oh, uh, right. So, so you like total college. more. Yeah. That, so you're more standing in that sense. OK, so exactly. it's not necessarily one way or the other. Cause, yeah, because because you're right. And no matter who we vote for, California is going to go fucking either Hillary or Bernie. As much as I hate to play that strategery crap, it's... No, you know, it's fine. I understand. Um, but, do, Joey, I want to go back to something, though. How how do you know that there are more Democrats than Republicans? Because uh, there's more people without money than with money? Yeah. Uh, there's all, uh, just also demographics. I'm not trying to be a race to this thing here, but there's just a lot more Hispanics in this country than there ha ever has been, and they mm -hmm, tend to vote but, Democrat. That's all. And th uh, they're the largest growing uh, Well, sure, but what about demographic? Well, yeah, right. I heard I heard a stat on that recently, though, that within the first 30 years or so, they're, they're, they yeah. gravitate towards uh, liberal, but uh, after, you know, they're established, yeah, they tend to gravitate Yeah, those people also tend to die, so, and they get old. <laughs> so the general minority, so, but I mean, even just general minorities, you're saying that most minorities are going to go toward Democrats. Yeah, and they also tend to have more kids than they have deaths, so mm. we're going to have a lot more people and a lot more we're voting for Democrats. Okay. Well, so you're extrapolating. You're not like 100% sure, but you, you're. It's, I'm pretty it's a safe guess. sure. I think it's a very educated guess. Okay. I to kind. I don't of, disbelieve you. I, I mean, I kind of instinctively feel the same way, but I don't. I, I, I don't mean, know. Logically, it seems correct, right? It does, but that doesn't mean you have the evidence behind it. That's the that's the difference. You that's think the there's one more? You live I in LA. We, that's a uh, no, no, no. I mean, I lived in Pennsylvania, which is another blue state, but I don't think that's necessarily why. I think it's. Mm. It might be why I think why. Yeah, I mean, because my, that's what I'm surrounded by. But even, you know, even when I go home, you know, in middle America, it's weird. Should we look up just registered Democrats versus registered Republicans? Sure. If you'd like, sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, not, we, I'm not sure if that's an accurate representation. Yeah, but exactly. That is I'm not sure if that's accurate either. But I mean, at least it gives yeah, us an it's idea. a number to talk about. But I think um, that is the important point, you know, register, whatever. But sure, we have fact checking and we're in a bar. So it's good. <laughs> um, although we're not drinking, we should have been drinking for this episode, man. But, um, go ahead, well, we can certainly drink. No, um, I, I got a pause button here. But one thing I did want to address that we're I think we're leaving off the table with uh, with Trump as far as that's concerned is he has an advantage that I think we don't recognize because we are admitted cord cutters um, since neither of us at the, or none of us at this table none of the three of us have cable television oh no I tap so to answer this question mm -hmm. I'll let you go on, finish yeah. on your rant 
I I tapped into my 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 parents their fucking Comcast. Thing. Oh, you so can you do can, it online. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I can watch them live like CNN. Yeah, MSNBC, fucking Cox. You can't. Uh, there's yeah. You gotta know somebody. Oh, Cox. C O X. I was yeah. like, I was like, who are mm, Cox? Yeah. <laughs> no, but here with Time Warner, you can't actually access any of that stuff. So oh, you have I to see. know wow. someone with Cox or uh, yeah. I something. I mean, I'm, I just do it on my on my computer. Yeah, so yeah totally. Which is fine. But, um, I'm sorry. Continue. Um, no, but what I was saying is, you know, since we don't have television, mm-hmm. or at least, and uh, I guess I'll talk more about myself and just assume you guys are with me. But, I, I'm <laughs> sure I am. I'm still listening. Uh, basically that, you, you know, for how many years has he been part of people's living room? They feel- Oh, The Apprentice and all that yeah, stuff. I see what you're saying. He has been a staple in people's right. lives for right. a long time. And I think that is, you know, they certainly, the people that go with him have a much closer connection to him than do. they do, well, than they do to some, you know, any other candidate. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you yep. know, if you've been watching The Apprentice for 10 years or however long it's been on, you you probably kind of like when he says you're fired and gets all dickish and that's right. like, that's uh-huh. what you're looking for and that's what you identify so with. That, yeah, Here's yeah I mean, big, I think it's kind of the Reagan there. thing, too. Like, you know, people just got used to him. So, yeah, I'll vote for him. I think that also we forget that Celebrity Apprentice is a big one. I know we yeah. just think about the but the That's the idea, only one I've watched. Oh, well, he's had like eight seasons of the other one. Yeah, just regular yeah, people. But the whole celebrity thing is interesting because it means that he deals with people we see in the tabloids. He deals right. with people we see every day. So not only do we see him on TV, but we see him interacting with people we see all the time. So he's like a member of our extended family, I mm-hmm. think. And that's part of it too. And, yeah, I think celebrity part, aspect. Yeah. Part of the genius of that show was he got to, uh, make himself associate with a broad spectrum of the, um, uh, the audience, you know, because he got to identify with these diff- very different, very specific characters from very different walks of life. It, you know, kind of made you, um, able to, I, I guess, identify with him more yeah. because you were associating him with your favorite celebrity. Right. Um, the reason I watched one season of The Celebrity Apprentice was because Adam Carolla and uh, Penn Jillette were on it. And, you know, that certainly didn't endear me to uh, Trump, but yeah, I can no, certainly see how Yeah, no, it's a good reason to that, watch. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are like that. They like, you know, one other star and they watch it for that reason. And exactly. then he is the host, so you kind of just get used to him. And he, like, you know, sneaks into the, your subconscious all of a sudden and you're like, eh. Yeah, and I mean, if, uh, what was the uh, the Eddie Murphy and movie funny, where man. he went to Congress? Um, Not coming to America. No, no. Uh, there was an Eddie Murphy movie where uh, he got elected to Congress by, based on name recognition. So the congressman had just died like a couple weeks before the election and his name was close enough. So he just kind of ran with the other guy's name. Oh, I don't know if I ever saw that. Uh, yeah. Um, um, distinguished gentleman. Distinguished gentleman. Damn. Yes. Oh, okay. Just I'm better than the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I have uh, Yeah, I have talk facts. to us. Okay. So I, I don't have- Facts? Uh, what are those? <laughs> okay. As it. of party affiliation, uh, this is just how you identify. 39% of Americans identify as independents. More Democrats, 32%, whereas Republicans, 23%. So Democrats- 39%. 39% are independent. Nice. They don't even want to identify. So it's hard to say one way This is the highest percentage of independents in more than 75 years of public opinion polling in 2005. So we can't say one way or the other. I'm sorry, 2015. So pound for pound, sure, there are more Democrats than Republicans. You're saying they're fatter? Right. But but as far as but it's no, I would be say the opposite. Yeah, most <laughs> But as far as as far as in, I didn't mean it that way. I can't, I can't. <laughs> P-H-A-T. 
Right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> um, numbers wise, you said what? 30, 39 are independent. And 39% are independent. 32% are Democrat. 32 are Democrat. 29 are 23 Republican. 32% Democrat. 23 10%. Right. So yeah. pound for pound, you're right that there are more Democrats than Republicans. It's However, the there's, the, right, there's that independent element. And that's of it, the big Where one. it's hard to say whether the or not entire they are. Vote. So it's we we don't really know, man. Which is so weird. Why the? I mean, it'll be interesting to see once we do get down past the primaries to see how things shift, because the primaries are always geared towards the base because that's who votes in the primary. But then for the actual election, they have to switch everything over to going after the independents. So that's right. when you see that that big shift in you know going from you know super liberal agenda to way more centric, and I think that's where we will see a huge shift if we have Hillary and we will see almost no shift if we have Bernie. Um, for the primaries, during the primaries, I think Hillary is certainly pandering to her base and trying to be very liberal. She can't reach the depths of Bernie's liberalness. But, she, you know, if once the once she is the candidate, she's going to have to swing completely centric to in, entice all of those, you know, uh, uh, independents. I agree. I agree with you. I think what, it's absolutely true. That's why I'm voting for Bernie. <laughs> what could Hillary say that would entice you, Sean, as an, as our registered independent here? Oh, I mean, I'm already such a jaded um, uh, outlier that I don't think I could ever cast a vote for Hillary um, under just about any circumstances. And I would find a way to rationalize that regardless. You don't think there's anything um, she could say that would that would that would sway me into voting, you, if you will. Um that kind of grandma charm she like, lays on. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking, <laughs> she goes, "Sean Fawpernis, <laughs> how are um, you, Sean? What was like your relationship with your uh, with your grandmother? How uh, was it? Grandmother was fine, um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think the <laughs> um, the thing that would sway me is if she took up the Bernie flag of going after the big banks, of going after the the Wall Streeters that that caused the 2008 Great Recession, as they're calling it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you know uh, some accountability and some um, uh, getting away from Citizens United, getting away from the the packs, getting away from uh, the funding, the way that campaigns are run. Mm -hmm. um, if she started to embrace those those ideas that, that Bernie is, um, I would... I'd like to vote for her. I, I'd still never believe her, but I, you know, I, that would certainly be the better option. I feel like she has sort of swung that way, though, a little. She's bit. had to, yeah. Like, like yeah, I said, okay. the, the primaries are all about the the base, right? And so Bernie is okay, know, energizing, so she's got to, you know, try and get as liberal as she can to try and fight off the Bernie people. Okay, she said some things that were more liberal than Bernie. Yeah. Which are interesting. Like I mean, what? Uh, the gun control phone is interesting. She mm -hmm. basically said she said like something about the gun manufacturers that they shouldn't even be allowed to make guns in America. Really? I yeah. And, that. and Bernie was like, no, well, way she, did she, she, say didn't, that. she didn't say that. But that was her implication. Absolutely. And Bernie okay. called her out on it. And it was like, basically, the logical end to your, to your point was that, yes, you're saying that we shouldn't be able to make guns in America. So she might have misspoke, though. Theoretically. Mm. But that's in a debate. She's, I mean, again, back said, to Sean's point it. where it's just she's just kind of claiming these things. She's just throwing, you know, she's just throwing darts out in the air. Just, yeah. I agree. I don't think she actually believed it. I spraying, think she just, she's just trying to. She's just spraying shotgun pellets around. That's what she does. But I, I know she's she a politician. In... I, she still got 
uh, she's st- I, I still at her core, I still believe she does want to do good for this country, and she mm-hmm. does. She is a good civil servant. She's is a good she public not servant. the most. Uh, she cares she about her She's by far the most qualified. Everyone knows that. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's not that's by far. Saying. Bernie's pretty damn qualified. He's Bernie's very a senator. Qualified, Bernie's been a I mean, senator for thirty years. That doesn't qualify you like a secretary of state or being in the White House or an executive. I don't think. It's mm-hmm. I guess that's the thing. Like on CNN the other day, I heard somebody, or maybe even it might have been MSNBC. I'm not really sure, but somebody was like. Um, you know, it, it isn't this a new job for everybody? Isn't everybody going to be learning on the job? Because the question is, of course, mm-hmm. Trump's going to be clearly, he has no idea what he's doing. You yes. know what I mean? So yeah. he's going to be learning on the job. That's yes. the claim. That's not what I'm saying, necessarily speaking. I think every president has kind of said yeah. that, though. That's the first, what it's supposed to be. The first few weeks are like, <laughs> like yeah. crazy. Like right. they're not, they have to just get acclimated to it. Right. So like it's an, it's new for everybody, yeah. right? It's new for everybody. And and it's going to be that way. And, and but that got me thinking. It's like, well, you're right, I guess. I mean, you know, neither Cruz nor Rubio nor Trump obviously have any real idea of what's going on bernie's been you know bernie's a hundred million years old so he might have a better understanding just by nature of the time but nobody's been if fucking hillary clinton was the was the first lady right first lady of the united states she was there intimately knowing exactly what was going on across the board maybe arguably Mm -hmm. at the very least in a better position than anybody else up there and like you said secretary of state closest to the president don't forget senator and fucking senator from new york Mm -hmm. for how many years i think eight no, right. no, probably two terms. So twelve? No, it can't be twelve. No, Maybe no. one term. So, so yeah, six or eight or something term. like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. one term. I think it was six. Six would be one term. I'm, I'm pretty sure. But, it was but six. maybe she stopped in the middle because she. Yeah, she got, yeah. became secretary. Yeah, she pulled the because she, she was running for president. Yeah. There was no way. Yeah, she, yeah. Had, she had one before. Okay. And that's why she got secretary of state because she quit the Senate and then right. she had nowhere to go. And Barack felt sorry for her. Perhaps, yeah. But I mean, I, I guess that's what I'm saying. Well, actually, I think that was part of the deal for her. But That makes and, sense. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Is she not the most qualified person to fucking, you know, be the president of the United States? Of of the people that are left, probably. Okay. I think so, actually. Okay. Uh, especially foreign policy, which I am very, uh, it's probably number number one or two in me. Obviously, I think the economy really? is important. I, I'm huge on foreign policy. I Why? Think, because I think America has a huge role to play. Uh, we obviously are the we biggest global power right now and we just i'm not saying i'm, I'm not a, i'm not a conservative or a neocon in that sense or imperialistic in no sense. if anything it's the opposite most no, people i mean but ahead. i just believe that our foreign policy needs such reform and such fixing and i think it really could solve a lot of our actual uh, uh, uh personal at home stuff like our economy i've for instance just sim- simply sending all at home all the troops in germany how much money will we save there uh, there is probably like a hundred thousand troops in germany right now so if that foreign policy itself would, would or just you know or just ending some of these wars would, okay so when you when you say foreign policy you mean more militaristically i include that i include being commander-in-chief and and using our using our military abroad i think is part of foreign policy putting troops in Germany. i'm not i'm not suggesting it's not part of it but all the things you mentioned were kind of military is there yeah. anything outside of the military well, that's we, foreign policy wise that that you're <laughs> passionate about well i guess i mean all of our influence whether it's you know with trade agreements and sanctions or embassies yeah i'm sure i'm interested in that i'm i'm just saying that it happens to be that war is america's sadly enough our number one way to influence other countries our why, cottage industry why yeah. is that number one for you though why well, is it number one because it's the biggest target yeah see and also people's lives are at stake i think it's just that mm. simple it's just obviously i don't i don't see the people's lives at stake when it comes to wall street and the economy obviously it's horrible i'm not going to downplay that no no i understand but i'm just saying i actually see people dying and and horrible things happening to people in you know the middle east and that kind of thing and i think that's just it simply needs to be solved that's all and i would say that that jumps to the number one on my list if it's if there's body counts and that kind of thing uh, okay um you said things need to be solved what are those things exactly? <laughs> well, I'm do, sorry. I don't do mean to pin you, you down. To I'm actually curious. Like, 
like specific, like the Middle East or like how, how should... wherever you want to go with it. I, I mean, I'm not saying I have an answer. That's, that's kind of bullshit. I don't want to be Coney like, I, 2012. I, I can't... no, and I'm not suggesting you have the answer or asking you for the answer. I'm just wondering I, I, what are the I problems? Actually, the problem is, uh, I don't want to go here because then because oh, we're okay. going to go into religion. Um, <laughs> I think uh, go for it. It's okay. A big problem is theocracy. Okay. And uh, we need to be strong against theocracy. And I would say that Hillary is actually the best candidate, even though I'm, I'm going to vote for Bernie. I'm not going to lie. I'm gonna sure. vote for, I just simply think Hillary is the strongest candidate against theocracy, which happens to be, in my mind, the most existential threat to our world, except for actually climate change, which is interesting. Climate change. <laughs> the environment is actually probably. Fool this man! <laughs> Sean has control. Let's have to be, let's have Sean has control of that. Sean has the conch. Yeah, okay. As far as I understand, though, the Hillary is is arguably the most relig- the more religious of between Bernie and her. It's true. Okay, so true. why is it that she would be a good fight against theocracy? Simply because she seems to talk about it in better ways that I've noticed in, in the debates. Bernie doesn't really. Oh, Bernie doesn't really touch. I it. think he's just been avoiding it. it. He just yeah. avoids it. I, I think, do you think he knows what he's talking about with that stuff, or do you I, think he's I, just I more concerned? So. About I just think he's not his strength. Um, well, I mean, he would also be the first Jewish president, which no one really talks about. But like that is he downplays it. Yeah, I mean, and I, to an extent. Well, I mean, that was just like with JFK. They always said that there could never be a Catholic president. Right. And he, you know, that was yeah. kind of a barrier that was broken. Well, that was because they thought he'd be beholden to the Pope, though. Yeah, exactly. But I, there's no one, you know, Bernie wouldn't be beholden to Hollywood. <laughs> well, okay. Here's here's the theoretical argument is that he'd be beholden to APAC and other and other yeah. and other Israeli uh, Israel American interests. But the thing is, I, I think first of all, he's not going to do. That's just, oh no, that's I'm sure. Bullshit. Yeah. And he's also just I but like it's... how he talks about it. He says he's just simply not a religious person and he doesn't bullshit you. Every other candidate in the entire world in the entire country will always say they're religious, and even if they're not, they're going to lie. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama is a closet atheist. I'm yeah. convinced mm-hmm. he just he just lied to get elected. So I don't even know. Well, if it's I, it's just such a blemish. If you to to be an atheist, it's unelectable. You yeah, are for the most part, yeah. yeah, that's part of Bernie's problem. Well, that's why he does still identify as Jewish, I think, and he tries to at least have a, a foot in both ponds there. Yeah, yeah. You know, to at least get some of that republic, not Republican, the, the religious vote. Yeah, uh, but I, he just because he doesn't talk about it. There's no way to say one way or the other how he would feel about it. Is what you're saying? But because Hillary does, at least she sounds. It, well, not only does she just talk about it but she sounds like she knows what she's talking about she does about. know what she's talking about okay. she's she i mean she's simply the way she talks about it, like just simply sunnis and shiites she understands the difference between that kind of i mean that's a simple basic one sure but you know what i'm saying stuff like that she she's said the word yatsidi before she said okay. she said sufi islam right. the fact that she knows these <laughs> terms is actually very nice to me that means that she's done some research she understands a little bit about the mm-hmm. area in which is extremely conflicted right now there's uh, a sufi islam i thought that was a jewish thing <laughs> no, I think Rubio. I think Rubio. Are, okay. I've heard Rubio okay. talk vaguely, interestingly, about foreign policy, more or less. Um, just perhaps that he might know what he's talking about. Um, and Cruz, maybe I'm not really sure. I don't think I have with Cruz. Well, they they know what they're talking about. Ted Cruz knows what he's talking about to an extent, but he just got the wrong answers. He just wants to bomb, bomb, bomb. Which oh, okay, is stupid. I see. What okay. No, I, I hope not. <laughs> and Trump, I don't know. I mean, Trump again. Trump is sort of in that whole same Bernie thing where I haven't really. He just wants to build a wall and bring but everybody home. But what's strange it, to so. me is that I'm actually fall somewhat in, in, in the center in this and that I do feel like maybe we should put some sort of troops on the ground there. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I actually hate the idea of drones and I hate the idea of bombing. I think that it's actually t- taken a step back in our warfare. I think now the fact that we have amazingly 
talented special forces, we're not using them appropriately. We should be turning our entire army into a huge special forces. We should, you know, we, I mean, like that kind of thing. We should get rid of a lot of these drones and get rid of a lot of these extremely targeted, targeted extractions. I just think it's stupid. Why? It, the fact that we have, we can come to face to face with our collateral damage. Yeah, exactly. I think it decreases. It, it's just the, the, yeah, less the of judgment of a killed, person, though. the judgment of a person is so much easier when you're face to face with them. When you're up in a drone, you can't quite see everything. Yeah. But the risk to our own soldiers, what would you say? To I that? understand, but that's, I think it's, it's, it's important. I think it's, it's that important that we have to put them in harm's way. And I don't think that they're, they're so great. They understand that they, that they signed up for this. I don't well, think they're that crazy. Is there a way to wet? Go ahead, Sean. Well, no, I just think the risk increases when you bomb a house that also has children in it that happens to catch the fire, catch on fire the houses around it. And, you know, there, there's still a, a, a drone strike is not a sniper. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's still dropping a bomb on people that are living in neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. um, we, yeah. you, I, I think we're, you know, we're fostering more by just sort of taking that blanket target and just sending the robots in. If we were to have, you know, like you're saying, like a face-to-face -face sort of uh, ultra, um, you know, special forces military, well, I think that would be a lot more precise. It, so, but but from from our, our natural uh, nationalistic perspective, a dead soldier weighed against a dead civilian of a of a quote enemy combatant. How do we weigh those two? It's, is it, it not better to save the life of the soldier if we, you know, it it, in, it depends on in your replacing for the the uh, dead innocent person. It depends on the the length of your outlook. Yeah, so if I you're agree. if you're talking about in in your election cycle, mm -hmm. yeah, it definitely the soldier has more weight. If you're talking about over the length of a generation. I, I think that you are, you know, fostering more hatred and putting more lives at risk by, you know, making us the enemy still or making us more right. of the enemy. You know, when right, <clears throat> so picture this, uh, you're sitting at home and all of a sudden a bomb goes off next door because they were trying to kill a drug kingpin or trying to kill a terrorist that was known to live next door to you. Mm -hmm. That bomb also killed three families in the vicinity. It burned down five houses around it. How would you feel about the government at that point? How would you feel about the people that did that indiscriminate sort of attack that took out, yes, that target that was argued or admittedly a bad person, mm -hmm. but also took out people that you knew and people that you may have had relations with? Mm -hmm. I, I was I was going to play devil's advocate for a little bit, but I might expand it in a slightly different direction because mm -hmm. obviously we know the answer to yeah, the question. <laughs> and I think it's a wonderful analogy. I think it's fair. And you're right. And I think from their perspective, correct, it would be it, it's 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 terrible. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So you're like, well, whatever fucking government did that. I mm -hmm. hate that government. That's it. Fuck that. Um, th but then there's the argument, the the which actually is still to your point, by the way, um, we have the same situation where we have a soldier come in angrily kind of throw, you know, the mm -hmm. neighbors down on the ground and pointing the gun at me. Oh, you fucking blah, 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 kingpin, motherfucker, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'm freaking out, you know, they kind of, you know, they, they hold me hostage as well. Mm -hmm. Um, or not hostage, but I, from my perspective as hostage, cause I didn't fucking do anything. So they're holding me down. Um, but, uh, and so are they as much of a face that I can put on it? Am I, I guess, so let me try to, I'm sorry, let me collect my thoughts. My point is that from, from, from the, 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 I don't even know what to call our enemies. Um, quote unquote, combatants. Yeah. yeah. The, our adversaries. I mean, 
Okay, so from our adversary's perspective, which is just a general conglomerate, you know, mm-hmm. conglomeration of of what the other of terrorists, and yeah. whatever. Okay, yeah. so like ISIL and and whatever terrorists in general, Al Qaeda terrorists. Okay, the the evil doers, yeah. as G Dub <laughs> used to say. Um, from their perspective, they have a face to put on the guy who was the asshole hanging the gun, whatever, blah blah blah, that. and that's America. That's that's America, right? Um. And then we have the drone situation where America becomes this bizarre sort of ethereal mm-hmm. creature that you right. hate even most even, of it. You're not able to pin anything down it to it. You can't collect it's your an evil empire. Because you don't hate. even see the drones. You just feel right. the bombs. Like. Right. And, and even that, you just kind of, but you. But even if you do see the drones. No, they see, see them. It, it, they see them. Not you. Does it not become more, does it not become a more intellectual process and then you'd be more you'd be more apt or not more apt but but more drawn toward a group that can help protect you against that sort of big horrifying other mm-hmm. than you could against you know i just hate that one guy who hated the next one even though that guy was an american yeah he you know he was an asshole it's a little bit easier to put that on there rather than a sort of leviathan-esque um, feel well, but I, is that am i did i make myself clear yeah certainly yeah, yeah. i think the the issue I would take with that that extrapolation of the analogy is that it it would behoove us as a society to uh, change how we interact with our adversaries. Okay. So there are other approaches. We don't necessarily have to be, you know, the same the same problem right. we have with our our the militaristic or the militarism of our police officers in this country. Mm-hmm. That that same mentality festers and infiltrates all aspects. So yes, if you go in there, guns blazing, zip ties everywhere, you know, throwing people on the ground and putting guns in their face yeah you're you're going to you know certainly foster those same sort of fears and emotions and possible targets of those individuals but if you you know if if you do it tactfully and incorporate the um you know civility into it and incorporate the people that are around them and you know make them understand it has to become you know part of public outreach not just indiscriminate uh dropping in in targeted attacks um it, it kind of gets into this concept of what we used to do with uh our our captured soldiers in world war ii we would bring them back to america and we would treat them well and we would treat them like we would want our soldiers to be treated and we would you know give them respect and you know try and assimilate them for the most part and oh that had that goes a great way and a great deal into uh, getting into the hearts and minds of the enemy you know we that we're supposed to, you know kind of the the idea of killing them with kindness mm-hmm. um, we overwhelm them with that that American spirit and that that American generosity and they are more apt to be in line with us. Okay, I agree with Sean. In fact, I agree with pretty much everything he just said. It was really, actually, really astute. But yeah, it was. Uh, I I think that. You sound I'm, surprised. No, I, <laughs> no, I because I I usually you know have something to add there, but I want to say that. Sorry, I had to reach. <laughs> it's a little delayed. I'm sorry. I can't clap for myself. Uh, I want to recommend the movie Restrepo. I don't know if you guys have seen sure, yeah. documentary or strip. Yeah, yeah. I think it, for a person like me who has obviously not been in the armed forces, it's a really, really good look into what and how they operate in a obviously an extremely difficult environment. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of what Sean was talking about, interacting with the civilian population, was 
absolutely documented and you could see it there and it worked mm. pretty well. They had like all the tribal leaders together and they would have constant meetings, you know, every, you know, every few weeks or so. And they're talking about what they need and how they help them and stuff like that. And I think that is such a benefit and that obviously can never, ever happen with a drone or with a bombing. It just simply is not even in the cards. Mm -hmm. And I think obviously there are horrible things that people can do. They can have, they obviously can use zip ties. They can, we have the My Lai massacre in Vietnam. We, I mean, these are horrible things that boots on the ground can do. We know that. But the whole point is that the upside is so much different than the upside. There is no upside to, to bombing. It doesn't seem like it's actually ever solved any issue except for killed a few. I mean, it's, it's not true. It's killed a few important terrorists mm -hmm. and that's, that's done its job. But I think that it, the simple, it doesn't have any positive benefit on the simple community that we're talking, trying to, to improve. Right. It just simply takes out a few bad. And it's, but it hasn't saved lives. Have drones saved lives? Some. But I, I, I don't feel know. Like it's a tough to would how would you quantify a, that? How would I, I quantify it? Yeah. Would you say that there was an imminent terrorist attack and they killed a terrorist or something? Right. Exactly. I, I'll put it this way. That's have what they, Obama they, has claimed that it's like saved lives. Like our drone strikes have saved lives. I think lives. he also means perfect, it saved American military lives. Is yeah. What it's, it's, yes. That's what he means. You kind of got to think of the that's butterfly different. effect there too and everything that stems from that. So how many lives are saved in the grand scheme of things? Possibly none. But, you know, it's what is quantifiable. Okay. Um, there's also the whole legal issue with drones that I have a problem with. It just simply seems illegal in every international law. Yeah, and I think snipers well, it's not illegal are yet, a better idea. For it yet. Uh, you're right. There's an actually interesting documentary about this called Drones. I think it's called Drones. Yeah. Where, where there, um, there's a, a Pakistani man who's trying to sue the government. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to get into exactly, a law. Exactly, yeah. Which is, you a know, couple of them actually, I think. Yeah, and it's on Netflix, I believe. Yes, it is. That's where mm -hmm. I saw it. Yeah. Good, good documentary, actually. Yeah, it surprised. is good. And mm -hmm. it didn't completely make, it wasn't completely biased, which I was surprised. I thought it was no, going to yeah, be completely like anti-drone, but it actually showed some positive sides of it as well. Anyway, the whole point is that we were talking about foreign policy, I think. <laughs> you, well, we're yeah, it's the, I mean, we're well, talking about what, what's the best way to go about our foreign policy. And that's simply, I mean, obviously we can throw out the whole bombing and the drone thing. I think it's just, I just don't think it's the answer. It I think the better question is, do you think Americans care about this as much as you do? Well, no. No. They care about their wallets. Yeah. I think they care. It's mostly to, the money. No, they, they care to an extent. No, but not, you're right. Not as much as me. But, but it's important whatever, though. But I, no, no. They I, still do. Care. The reason I care is because they might not care and perhaps they ought to. Of course. Because that's should. what I mean. Most people are kind of looking at the presidency in the sense of, oh, how's this guy going to fix but my life? And when I, life when I talked wallet. when I talked earlier about like body count and lives, they're simply lives that I will never, ever see or interact with in my entire life, probably. they And they understand that, too, but they just simply don't care about that. Uh, whereas with, even if I've never seen them or hear or know them, I still I don't know why. Just, it just it affects me so much more than the economic issues. But the thing is, I can't, it's tough to separate. I really do think that they are obviously all tied together, especially with our global economy. We talk about just getting off foreign oil, these mm -hmm. kind of things, ending our, <laughs> I mean, the whole Saudi Arabia, you know, thing is pretty nuts. So that they owned like, you know, a trillion dollars worth of our government and that kind of thing. Uh, but this all, so my point is, I guess it's that it's all related. The foreign policy and the economic, economic issues are kind of intertwined. So you shouldn't separate the two. I, I don't you, think you I can. should look at, I, I when mean, you I look at a candidate. I try not to. I try to look at the bigger picture about their whole worldview. So and why how, do you still go for Bernie then? Because I think overall, I think he will create a better world for this country and then therefore probably the world. Oh, because it is in because they are intertwined in that sense. Yeah. He might. OK, so he'll. Okay. A, be, a better a better economy in America is not only just going to be simply giving us more money. It's going to lead to it's like the same. It's like um in this global economy. What's I forget the uh, the uh, the expression, what like the, the boats, 
<laughs> the tide uh, rises and all the boats yeah, rise. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. A rising tide lifts all boats. Thank you. Jeez. Oh, okay. I could not get that. But got that's it. the whole point with the American economy, I think. And we're so I got inter- the maritime references. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the whole point, I guess. So if the American economy starts doing well, then yes, you, the, the UK and Europe will do well. And therefore, hopefully we can start getting everyone else on board. Okay. Well, then let me let me go through some of those candidates in a sense then. It, it, just as far as what we think might happen. Um, tell me who you got. Tell me the situations that go down, right? So we've got, um, let's say, um, you know, Ted Cruz versus Bernie. What do you think comes out? Who do you think wins? Bernie. Yeah, Bernie. Bernie. P- polls have shown overwhelmingly. Will yeah, be yeah. Okay. Ted Cruz versus Hillary. Hillary will win. Yeah. How about Rubio between either of those? Rubio versus No, Bernie? no, no. Rubio's not going to have a chance. I, I don't think Rubio is going to be the Republican nominee at all, so it's tough, but. Yeah, I don't think. I, I really think Trump is the only Republican that has a we chance. We can, and we'll get there. <laughs> so I was clarifying. So, and then Kasich? I, Rubio, you don't think Kasich can either? Kasich actually no. has okay. the best bet in the general, I think, in the general election. Kasich would have the best bet in the general election, but the odds of him winning the Republican, nil. No, no, yeah, nothing. he's not going to. Well, I still don't think uh, uh, Kasich versus Bernie or Hillary. That I agree, too. Either. I, I don't think any Republican would. No, yeah. that, that's okay. clear, that's well, clear in my so mind. So we'll, let's we'll go to Trump then. Yeah. So Trump versus Bernie, you still think Bernie's going to take Trump? I do think Bernie takes Trump. Yes. Bernie takes Trump. No doubt. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. I would yeah. agree. Uh, Polls have shown that, too. Hillary then we Trump. have Trump versus Hillary. Which is absolutely going to happen. I think that's <laughs> um, months of recount um, a la Gore. We're going to have one state where we're going to be fighting over dangling chads and whatnot again. Yeah. I don't think so. I think we'll be closer than we think, but not even close, uh, electoral college-wise. The popular vote might be like 52% or 53%, but she will win Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, California, maybe Florida. Not, maybe not Florida, but I'm pretty sure Florida. Uh, Hillary wins all Hillary of Hillary wins all yeah. of so There's no count. There's no choice. Yeah. She cannot lose in New York. She will not lose in Ohio to Trump. No way. So Hillary versus Trump. Yeah, but those are, well, I guess Ohio is a swing state. But I know she will not. I know Pennsylvania state. will never go for, Pennsylvania has not gone for Republican. They're not going for Trump. Uh, no, but I mean, we're, we got to basically talk about the swing states, though. I mean, Pennsylvania was a swing state. Uh, it's, it kind of. Yeah. It's, Ohio is the big one. And yeah. Pennsylvania rarely goes Democrat, right? No, it always goes Democrat. Yeah, rarely, it does. Rarely goes what was the year? But, so, it, but it's close. It's always really close. It I guess always, G, during GW, right? What, Bush? Oh, Pennsylvania went no, to... No, it was still blue. Yeah, it's it not, was? pretty sure. Kerry. Okay. Yeah, it went John Kerry. Okay. Yeah. And Gore, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Pennsylvania's usually... I, for some reason, I thought it was red every now and then occasionally. I feel like one of the elections... It's always it in red. play. It just never actually went red. Sure. I just... What were you saying? Oh, I just feel like both of those uh, candidates are just so polarizing to both ends of the spectrum. Um, There are so many people that are for Trump and then so many people that inspired to be against Trump. But the same thing with Hillary. I think she is, you know, very energetic to her base, but then she's also energetic to the people that really hate her. And I think both of them have that same problem of having ingrained supporters and ingrained haters. Um, I don't I think that's where Bernie prevails is that Mm -hmm. Bernie does not have the ingrained haters, really. You know, there are people that say he can't win, but everyone kind of likes him. Like, you know, well, the ingrained haters are already not going to vote for a Democrat anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas the ingrained haters are possibly going to vote against Hillary. Okay, I mean, Hill Dog's I, got it, guys. She's the president. I guess I feel a little bit better. I I don't know. I I don't know, man. I I, I don't know, man. I, what is happening, though? <laughs> really? I mean, really, with all this, what is happening? I I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I either. don't know, man. 
And the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show Where I don't know, man Cause the truth is I don't know, man He's been quiet I just I don't know, man I don't just don't know.